Hello, I'm Stuart Childs and you're welcome to the Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. Now that the date for peak cover on farms has passed, I spoke with John McCabe, Chagas Garivo Joint Programme Group Facilitator and Monitor Farm Advisor, and I started by asking John, now that we have passed peak, what way are things looking in the West, and what are the learnings from the autumn build-up of 2022? The key learning for me is that if the stocking rate on the milking platform is anywhere near three or, or above three cows to the hectare, uh, the herd needs to be fed something in August or early September uh, to have grass in the latter half of October. Um, I, I did a bit of analysis on um, all farms measuring grass across, across the Arivo catchment area around this time last month, around the 12th of September. Uh, and about three quarters of farms had failed to build up at that stage, even though we were getting normal growth rate uh, growth rates. So um, I think we've had favourable growing conditions in the meantime. So the situation is better than it was. And I, and farmers have probably reacted to the fact that they were low on grass supply and, and put in some feed at, um, over the last month. So I think farms have reacted well. But the key learning for me for the autumn build-up this year, Stuart, is that uh, if you want grass in in the latter half of October and you have a a, a, a a medium to high stocking rate on the platform, you're going to have to feed something, whether that's silage, uh, whether it's zero-graze grass or whether it's extra concentrates, um, some some form of supplement would have had to go in in, in August, September time. Okay, and... Uh... I suppose you're saying that even though you were kind of ahead of the game relative to where we were in the south at the time, um, but that just at the fact that things were kind of going normally, there wasn't a conscious effort being made to actually increase grass that are available on the platforms. Is that it? Uh, whatever, whatever the circumstances were, um, about one in ten farms had an average farm cover of above a thousand and uh, one in four farms had an average farm cover above 900. So whatever the circumstances were, we just hadn't built grass. And I think, look, ground conditions were great. Um, and the way I see it up the west of Ireland here is that um, some autumns can be can be quite difficult in terms of autumn grazing. Um, not that it doesn't happen at all, but that's, it, can be, it can be a battle at times due to the heavy soil type in, in places. Um, however, I'd see um, this year would be different because August and September were great months um, and I suppose maybe farmers reacted uh, a week or 10 days later uh, when they saw that, oh, oh, look, ground conditions are good. So, yeah, I think I think it has kind of balanced out. However, I'd still say there are some farms that are, are low on grass supply um, as, as we talk now on the, um, in the middle of October. Uh, and they're going to have certain things that they're going to need to, to think about over the next couple of weeks. But yeah, so look, we had we had better uh, growing conditions than than down south. Definitely, um, I'm I still have the um, I still I'm still connected to a lot of farmers um, down south on my pasture base account, and I can see that they've actually recovered well enough in a lot of cases too. So growth growth has been good, basically, is, is the key message in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, okay. So um, I suppose moving on from the trying to build scenario so and looking at the client, the, the closing, so the where we are now right at this moment in time, have farms started to close in the region? And if so, 
uh, what date have they started closing or what kind of are you finding a bit of resistance maybe to closing seeing as you're talking about good ground conditions typically what we see on any farm that isn't say on the drier free draining soils up here is that um it's ground conditions that put people into the shed rather than grass supply uh, so we may have a little bit of a battle on our hands this year if ground conditions stay good because um as we as we might talk about in a minute we we need the grass for the spring so but yeah um people have started close um we're kind of uh, a about a week into closing i would say on average some people start around the 1st of october and others kind of around the, from the 5th to the 10th of october onwards but um in reality if we think about closing um closing up the farm the only time we know what date we started closing is when the cows are fully housed I suppose that doesn't take away from the fact that we need a plan put in place. And the, the major plan is that we need to have between 60 and 70 percent of the um, milk and platform grazed by the end of this month um, and maybe on the heavier soils that we'd be aiming for 80 percent. So I would see the fact that growing conditions has been have been good in the last couple of weeks. There are some heavy covers out there. And uh, if we're going to get be able to get through these heavy covers um, and get the farm closed up, we need to we need to reduce supplement if we have a lot of grass out there. So no silage in the diet and um, don't be going in with high levels of meal, basically, so that we can get through these heavy covers and, and keep moving around the farm in, in, and closing. Um, one of the other things that I have uh, started to notice is that silage tends to go in at this time of year when just just the, the evenings are, are dark the 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 roads maybe start to get a little bit sloppy and and maybe that switches something on in our heads that this is the time for silage i don't know but uh, i think when we're trying to close our farms and when it's wetter uh, having silage in the diet um just takes the appetite off the cows and clean outs can suffer because of that and I suppose what factors are you finding? We'll say you mentioned it there now about ground conditions pushing in uh, people into the sheds, but are there any other factors that are influencing the closing date? Yeah, so look, there's two of the main factors I would see that influence people closing up would be the demand for grass in the spring. So if there's um, if there's a, a, a lot of mouths going out grazing in February, um, maybe a lot of cows calving quickly and, and there's a good appetite of the farmer to get out to grass in the spring, they're the main things that I would say drive um, the, the people to close, um, you know, quite astutely in, in October. Um, if there isn't such an appetite to get out to grass in, in the spring, it's kind of we'll graze until until we can, uh, which is probably not the advice that we would we, we would be giving. Um, look, there's, there's there are there are other things that I would think influence closing and um, having proper grazing infrastructure is obviously going to be um, key to making it easy to do in the autumn. So easy to graze in the autumn, easy to graze in the spring will mean that people are more, um, I suppose, in, in tune with trying to have enough grass there for the spring. So so you're saying there basically that if, if the farm is well set up and grazing is easier, people are more inclined to create the scenario where they can go graze in the springtime, whereas if it's trickier, they're probably inclined to let them run, is it? Yeah, exactly. And so take a year like this where ground conditions have been were like were are good. We had a dry August, September. Um that would mean um typically that would mean that ground conditions are way better than they would be in another year at this day of the year. Um so uh 
people might be tempted to to graze on, and that would mean if they, if people graze on, uh, in effect, they're basically cl- starting to close later because they're going to be coming back around onto a paddock that might have been grazed on the on the seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth of October. Um, if they can graze that at the start of November, uh, and ground conditions allow them to do, and they might not have a an appetite for keeping enough grass for the spring, they might graze it. So we need we need to try and avoid that. And the, the way to do that is have a plan in place that we're going to try and have 70% of the farm or 80% of your farm grazed for the 1st of November and then make the decision uh, at the end whether you should graze your last two or three paddocks or leave them. Like you've kind of said it there a little bit already, but on the wetter soils, or we'll say soils maybe that are getting more rainfall maybe as opposed to maybe being wetter soils, but along the western seaboard there, are you approaching closing any differently? Like you, you mentioned there, maybe trying to graze 80% in October for heavier farms now. Um, and I know Emma Louise has spoken to Danny Birmingham before there now, who's obviously in, in Clare there and on a very wet spot there. And he's trying to basically graze out the entire farm in October. Have you people that are falling into that category? Uh, we do, yeah. And I, I just um, was talking to a few farmers dotted around the dotted around the province, and and um, one guy up in Mayo said ground is gr- ground is good enough and grass is growing well, but typically um, things can turn really quickly. So he's trying to get through as much of the grass as he can in October and have as flat a wedge as possible. Um, another guy in Sligo is saying that ground is getting sticky on 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 the wet parts, um, but that grass is there's plenty of grass around is just trying to utilize it and um just lastly i was talking to a couple of guys up in donegal where they were saying ground conditions are great for the time of year um but they're still just trying to get get through basically 80 percent of the farm for the first of november and if they get any grazing done in november it's kind of bonus territory just due to the soil type and, it, and the fact that it can it can turn quickly and i suppose it's it, it comes back to the the age-old adage that you need to be flexible in the shoulders of the year in the spring and in the autumn and the flexibility that we're talking about at the minute is how much supplement you have in can you get through your area are you going to stop grazing in time will you have to go in back fencing and in a lot of cases um people haven't had to do much back fencing yet which is a fair enough indicator that it's 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 a it's a good autumn so far and I suppose um, the other thing that you're saying there as well, obviously, so is that, the, OK, even though ground conditions are very good, those guys that you've been talking to, I will say, are still going to go ahead with the same plan. And like if ground conditions are good, there's a chance that growth may actually be better than they might be expecting. So they may even get to come back again in November and pick off one of those first paddocks, as you said there earlier, just being driven by by actual um, average farm cover rather than actual date. Yeah, exactly. And. Actually, I've just started to notice in the last kind of week to 10 days that the odd farm has built too much grass. Um, and if the, the mouths aren't there to eat it, i.e. if the stocking rate is 2.8 or, or below and average farm covers are at 1,300 or above, um, they could be a bit slow getting around uh, on their closing plan now for the next couple of weeks, which could end up in an extremely uneven wedge there next year. So if they stop grazing in time with the right average farm cover um, for to hit their target on the 1st of December, but they could have a couple of covers that are at 2,000 going into the winter, which isn't ideal. So um, just need to be dynamic and, and, and flexible 
uh, going into the winter. I suppose one of the other things, Stuart, is uh, we're coming into a time of year now, um, the, the second half of October, where we need to be thinking about setting up our farm for February. And really what we're thinking about is, is, is grazing in April, which is funny to be thinking about at this time of year in October. But if we want to um, start our second rotation in time for in 2023, we need to be able to get, have enough grazing done early on in the spring uh, next year. So typically, if people start closing up their driest fields, their best access fields too early, it can be hard to get through area in February because an early um, closed paddock is going to have your heaviest cover over the winter. If we have a heavy cover on our um, easy access paddock, I'm thinking a paddock with a roadway on two sides, multiple access, uh, dry, closer to the yard. Um, if that's closed too early, we might have a small amount of um, cows calved in February trying to go out and eat a heavy cover. We could be in and out of that paddock eight, 10 times, not get through much area, do a bit of damage. Um, and that can slow us down in terms of starting our second rotation. So we need to be a bit more, um, we need to start really, really focusing on a couple of paddocks for next February. So you're covering a big area there. You're covering all of, um, all of Connacht basically, and even going into Leinster as well as Donegal in the North. Uh, um, and, you did a lot. You were covering a big area down here in the south when you were down here in, with uh, with the Dairy Gold program as well a couple of years ago. So you've seen a lot of different approaches. Now you mentioned flexibility as well. Is there anything else that you've noticed, we'll say, on your travels that you see as being as being an important point in terms of trying to manage grazing for the last rotation to set yourself up for the spring? Like, yeah. So I would think that. The, you really, really need to pick out a couple of these paddocks for February. Um, three or four paddocks, or um, maybe even up to five or six paddocks, depending on what size your paddocks are. But they need to be um, picked out and you need to target grazing them from the 20th of October onwards um, for about 10 days to two weeks after that. Because if we if we work out our growth rates over the winter, um, a paddock closed on the 5th or the 10th of October is going to have 1,400, 1,500 of a cover or, or more by the time you want to start grazing in February. And that's going to be, it's going to be too slow trying to get through it. Cows are just going to be after calving with with with, with depressed appetites. So we want to be putting cows onto covers of kind of 700 to 1,000 when we start grazing in the spring. So uh, really it's you can have a really, really good plan for closing up the farm. You can get really complicated and try and pick uh, your a paddock here, a paddock there, a paddock now, a paddock in two weeks, paddock in a, in a in a couple of weeks. But really, for me, it's it's the and it's it's them couple of paddocks that we're going to be starting off with in February are the really, really priority ones. Um, for grazing on the twentieth of of February to the kind of first to the fifth of November, that kind of period. So just focus on making sure that you're okay for February so and like the rest of it will fall into place is kind of what you're suggesting there. I, I think so because yeah. um you, you can you, overcomplicate you, it, maybe you could overcomplicate yeah. it and growth rates could be could could come either very very good or very poor and your plan is two weeks out. So if we can just try and focus on them 
on them February paddocks. Yeah, very good, good, good advice there. And in fairness, um, so I suppose look, you're talking there about having been talking to some of the lads across the territory and so forth, and obviously they're lads that are switched on, they're willing to to do this, like your lads in Donegal know that they're going to graze eighty percent, and and they'll be ready to go to the shed maybe in November at the very early, very early in November, regardless, kind of. But is it a challenge to get the majority of farmers to close up? You're doing a good few groups up there in the west as well, um, and like uh, no different to down the south as well. Is it a challenge to get guys to close, and especially when like autumn is so good as well? And why do you think it is such a challenge, given that we talk about it all the time, every year, year after year, we talk about close, and yet we end up with fellas that have no grass in the springtime because they kept going? Okay, so yeah, it, it can be a challenge. Um, and as I referred to earlier on, um, if growing conditions are good, we can have a battle on our hands to, pe- to stop people grazing. I think most farmers by and large at this stage have a date in their head for starting to close in the autumn um, what we know from trials in Moorpark and Mike Egan's trials is that some years um, we should probably start closing up the 28th of September if the growth conditions are poor and it doesn't grow much in October uh, and then some other years if we sometimes it, it might have been the 7th or 8th of October should be the, the ideal start of closing date but um, really and truly, uh, we most farmers have a, have a set date in their head and, and they'll start from there. So I suppose, look, if ground conditions put people into the shed, typically there will be enough grass in the spring if people have a set date. But uh, if ground conditions are good, we could the temptation could be there to graze off another two or three paddocks, which could really, really drop our, our grass supply in the spring. And, and we, we know all the all the disadvantages of that. Um, I think uh, one, one of the things I've, 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 um, I've noticed up, up um, in the last couple of years, Stuart, is that if we, have, uh, if we have poor grazing infrastructure on certain parts of the farm, i.e. silage ground that has come back in, um, that could actually end up being left until the spring, which sometimes gets people out of a hole if there's a dry dry period to to graze it in March but by and large I think uh, I, I think we have a set date for closing and um, ground conditions typically put people into shed uh, but look as, as as two or three farmers uh, have said to me in groups in the last couple of weeks um, when things get sticky here it happens fast and and typically that happens uh, around around the end of this month. So I suppose finally, John, um, can you summarise the importance of closing the farm correctly in the autumn in a sentence? Well, sure. The grass we graze in the spring is growing in October. That's number one. Uh, if I was to put it into two sentences, sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll give you that one. Uh, if we were put it into two sentence, ten- sentences, I would say uh, the grass that we graze in the spring is growing in October and the grass that we graze in February is growing from the 20th of October to the 5th of november so we need that needs to be the february paddock okay and actually i'm just after thinking of one as well there that fergal mahoney that works with us uh often says as well a day, a day in the autumn is worth 10 in the spring as well when it comes to gra- grazing grass so it's one that's uh that might those those couple of sentences might trigger it for people to that they need to start shutting the gate basically 
So we'll leave it at that, John. Thanks a million for coming on and talking to me today. And uh, we wish everybody up the West and all across the country all the best with getting their closing strategy right. And I suppose key taking from today, from, in your opinion, is not to overcomplicate that closing strategy and target to get some of those paddocks that are easily accessible that are going to have the appropriate cover for those early calved cows in February uh, organised and grazed off between the 20th and the end of October and maybe the early part of November as well to make sure that they're right and they're accessible obviously in the springtime and then the rest of it within reason can fall into place as such as it. Exactly. Thanks very much John. uh, We'll talk to you again. Take care. Anytime. That's all for this week's episode of the Dairy Age podcast and thanks to John McCabe for joining us on this week's show. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. You can listen on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify. And for more information, go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Stuart Childs and join me next time for your Dairy Age.